Hey, you're yo. listening to oh. Being Jim Davis. Not as gross as a bowl filled with human toes. <laughs> it's true. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Johnson, and I am Jim Davis. John, Jonathan. Today is Thursday, March 10th, 1983. Today we're reading the 1726th ever Garfield strip. Before I even ask you what happens in today's Garfield, my main question for you, who plays jazz? Your choices today are Princess Bride star Mandy Patinkin, Princess Bride star Wallace Shawn, Mm. or... Princess Bride star Andre the Giant. Who plays jazz? I I feel really strongly that it has to be Wally Shawn, but I don't have any justification for that. But but you kind of want it to be Andre the Giant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he was a wrestler. Yeah, but imagine him scat singing. Yeah, but I mean, just you know, it's already he. And like occasionally he throws in anybody want a peanut. Two different, uh, you know, art industries he worked in. He's multi-talented, John. Yeah. What instrument could Andre the Giant hold? Have you seen the photo of him <laughs> holding a beer can? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Would need like an enormous piano like, for those fingers. <laughs> that would be awesome. I also have, I know this like dumb thing with, so Andre the Giant was on the set of the Conan the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And there's a story that uh, he he picked up uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and tossed back and forth with um, Wilt Chamberlain. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, they're all like hella strong, but like, yeah, the two oh, of them wow. tower over Arnold. And yeah, they just fucking ragdolled him. <laughs> so I, I'm on uh, I'm on Snopes <laughs> article entitled "Is this a picture of Andre the Giant holding a beer can?" <laughs> <laughs> Claim: A photograph shows Andre the Giant holding a 12 ounce can of beer. Rating: True. <laughs> John, it's it's interesting that you should be on Snopes.com checking out uh, trivia about Andre the Giant. I'm on Snopes.com looking at the article. Did Samuel Beckett, noted absurdist playwright Samuel Beckett, did Mm. Samuel Beckett drive a young Andre the Giant to school? It's partly true. That's pretty good. I'm not going to read any further in this article. Usi Sermon in the 1950s, Beckett was one of several adults who sometimes drove local children to school, including Andre and his siblings. That's awesome. Sorry, go on. That's okay. I forgot what I was saying. I also didn't really hear what you said. Eh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I know you love Samuel Beckett, though, John. Yeah. No, who doesn't? Um, How do you you feel, Jonathan? Oh, right. We're still doing this thing. Um, I actually lost the other two. What are the other two? Uh, (laughs) It's Wally Shawn, Andre the Giant, and Mandy Patinkin was the third one. Or the first one, I guess. Yeah. Inigo Montoya, Vizzini, and I forget the name of Andre the Giant's character. What was Andre, Andre the, the Giant's Giant. character named? Fezzik. Fezzik? 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I ain't seen that movie since, uh, you know, yeah, whenever yeah, it, I may, saw it. It may not hold up. I haven't. It's been a long time. Um, I... Because it's like the only reason I don't think it's Andre is I don't see him holding any instrument well. Mm. <laughs> you want to. You want to like, see it, though, you know? Yeah. Unless he's a singer, that that's a possibility. What if, what if, what if he played, like, like, the hyper bass flute or something like that? <laughs> you know, one of those ones where you need to stand on a ladder to play it, you know? <laughs> Except he wouldn't. Um, yeah. You have I don't to know. put your ear I guess to the he, ground. I could see it being Mandy Patinkin. I, I, I don't really know anything about that guy. I'm going to call time. You guys need to lock someone in. Uh, Wally Sean. You're locking in Wally Sean. I think Wally Sean is a legitimate choice, but unfortunately. I'm not, well, okay. Oh, okay. Well, no. Okay. Keep it going. No, that's fine. Uh, Mandy Patinkin has released. Dude, one thing I do not want to do is keep it going. Fair enough. Mandy Patinkin is a vocal noted vocalist and has released. Uh, I guess I would say some jazz adjacent albums. Maybe they're not straight ahead jazz, but you know he does a lot of song time and stuff like that. We're gonna count it mm, for now. Okay. Okay. God, I wish right. it was Andre the Giant though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad that there's no <laughs> Andre the Giant jazz album. All I have is the what Randy, Randy Savage rap album. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really it's really a shame. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, okay. okay. Anyway, so uh, what happens in this Garfield? Uh, today's Garfield, Garfield something sweater, something 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 sweater sweater. Okay, Garfield. panel one. Garfield is leaning against the. He's on the floor, leaning against the wall. He's wearing a sweater. He's not thinking anything. He looks bored. That's basically it, right? I like I like it the way his hands are positioned. They're just very human-like, you know. Mm. Like the, the thumb is way out. Yeah, you palms know, just supporting his palms down. He's got big feet in this one. We're like we don't really yeah. we're not we we haven't met Bigfoot Garfield quite yet. Usually he's got small feet, but occasionally when Jim Davis draws him in this like a position like this, his feet get large. He's definitely got big feet. It was like kangaroo or something. Yeah, yeah. Big feet yeah. and and kind of no legs. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, he's sitting there wearing a sweater. Did you mention the sweater? He's wearing a sweater. I don't, honestly, don't remember. He's wearing a sweater. Wearing the same, the same sweater from before. Yeah. Yeah. Panel two. Um, same. Yeah. Same same thing. Um, he, his head has is in the process of receding into the neck hole. Mm-hmm. Got some motion lines above it. True. And he's thinking, there is one thing I like about this sweater. Yeah. Yeah. And then in panel three, I like this one in isolation. Uh, it, like in within fiction, Garfield's head has fully retracted <sighs> into the sweater like a turtle. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a sleep, you know, a Z, a Z coming a up Z. from the from the neck mm-hmm. hole. But um, in isolation, if you take that speech bubble out, it looks like we just have a headless Garfield wearing a sweater, like just decapitated Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Rothenberg, I know you're busy, but it probably wouldn't take a lot of effort to just remove that speech bubble from this panel. 
and we'd have a nice decapitated Garfield, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like decapitated. Headless Garfield is a great subsidiary character. I think I even like it in context, like oh, even yeah. with the, the Zed. Yeah, because I like, I like it anytime a, a, a setup in the dialogue is, is kind of like subverted, you know? I like mm, fair. being that Jim Davis is the one that wrote this. I would almost expect him to actually have Garfield thinking I can sleep in it mm-hmm. like this, you know, or something like just very spelling it out. But he doesn't even finish his <laughs> sentence, which, you know, it, 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 it adds some charm to it, I think. Wasn't he just complaining about how the sweater makes him itch? But no, yeah. let me just get yeah. fully embedded and go to sleep. How it makes him itch, and that like I, I feel like he was also struggling, like cause he, he couldn't get it off. I thought, yeah, yeah, mm. but he can <laughs> make his head go inside it, and the, none of the rest of his body moves at all, which is which is neat. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's okay. It's fine. I don't. I don't have anything to say about this one. I'm low key looking through the internet to see if I can find, um, uh, you know, the names of any other actors or politicians who play jazz. But I, you know, I don't think I can find it. I don't think I've got the time. That's it. We did. We did. We did. I think all we're done with had. that. Qu- yeah, I think we're done yeah. with that quiz. Did we get? We didn't get any listeners. There's basically <laughs> no point tuning in for Friday, Saturday, Sunday because I just yeah I no can't quiz. Any, yeah. yeah, don't have no any quiz. more. I shouldn't yeah. have. I shouldn't have told you that Steve Buscemi and Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum <laughs> play jazz. You shouldn't could have, have told had them. Us. Hugh Laurie. You would have got those are. That's the three. Yeah. You would have got Hugh Laurie correct. You probably you would have got Jeff Goldblum correct. Jonathan knew that one. Steve Buscemi. You know, it depends who else was in there with him. Yeah. Oh well. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I, it's okay. That's alright. It's fine, listeners. It's you, okay. It's okay you, if we don't have any more. We don't need it. You've been listening. <laughs> To Being Jim Davis, the podcast that doesn't know that Karen Gillian played Amy Pond. But why would they? Because Jim Davis has never done a Doctor Who crossover week, even though him doing so would bring in much disposable income. Let's face it, Garfield's broke grandfather got more strips than any doctor ever. Clearly, Jim Davis doesn't care anymore. I'm Christopher Winter, and I'm sick of Jim Davis. Don't know who wrote that tagline, but... Thank you, This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.